0: Day 28, we're getting close to the end of the 30 for 30 here. We've only got a couple more to go, and I thank you all for sticking with this. If you've listened to them all, thank you so much. If you've only listened to a few, thank you very much even for that, uh, for lending me your ear for a short period of time a day. Uh, Rick Hoffman uh, from USA Suits, which, man, one of my favorite shows on USA, ran for about eight seasons, continued to get better every season. Uh, This one stands out to me because... We had Rick on, and I say, you know, I still slip and call them interviews from time to time because truly that's what they are, but I consider them more conversations. And Rick, I think, went into this expecting just another interview, and, you know, he was probably expecting to get the same questions that he gets in every other one, especially when you're out there doing a circuit promoting a show. And if you listen carefully, about halfway through this one, you can kind of hear Rick switch, like his mode switches. Um... And he starts to open up a little bit more about things that we're talking about because I think it was at that moment he got the sense that like, okay, this is more just a conversation between three guys and less an interview. And that's what I love about my program, because that's what I try to treat it as. So when the guests realize that as well, and it gets them to open up and we get more stories from them rather than just, you know, the 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 regurgitated answers to questions that they're so used to doing. That, that is why I love this program. It's why I love the art of the conversation. Rick Hoffman is a pure example of that. Not And, and as well, just a fantastic guy. Uh, we had a blast talking to. So I hope you guys enjoy this one. Day 28, National Podcast Post Month. Two more to go after this. Rick Hoffman, enjoy. Good evening, everybody, and welcome to another Next Level Radio Guest Spotlight. I am Ben Beck, joined by Adam Gorey. And tonight, we're joined by yet another... Fantastic guest in our list of fantastic guests. Now, I've never hidden the fact that I'm a fan of the shows that USA puts out, uh, but the gentleman joining us tonight is from what is probably my favorite show currently on the USA Network. You would know him for movies such as Cellular, Hostile, and The Condemned, as well as roles on shows like The Mentalist, Lie to Me, and Chuck, but now you can see him as Louis Litt on the USA Network show Suits. Please prepare to get lit up as we welcome to the show Mr. <laughs> Rick Hoffman. Rick, how you doing tonight?
1: Wow, that was quite an introduction. Thank you. That was very nice of you to say. Um, I'm doing all right. How are you guys doing?
0: We're doing good. We're uh, yeah, we're, we're excited to talk to you because I'm a fa- like I said, I'm a fan. U.S. Uh, Suits is probably my favorite uh, my favorite show in USA right now. I've I've seen every episode and I I stick with it every week.
1: I can't thank you enough. It's 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 just unbelievable how the show has grown with. Uh, with crowds of people since, you know, since season one when no one really knew about us at all. Um, when we were filming in Toronto to up till now, uh, where we're in season four and we generate crowds around the block, it's it is mi- it's mind-blowing to, I think, to all of us. It's just um, it's a very special um, situation that we're all in.
0: Yeah, I mean, USA has such a good track record when it comes to the shows that they put out. And I, I think it's mainly because it, um, it, it, it's a great combination of of cast meets writing uh, that just puts the show together. And they all they uh, most of them come out and they they stay pretty strong for such a long time.
1: Um. Well, I I, you're, I, I mean, as far as, as as far as suits is concerned, you know, we hit we just hit the jackpot as far as you know, being with USA and uh, you know a network that when they believe in a show they you know they're not really paying attention <clears throat> to a real time limit and they give it uh a breathing room and uh with that and with great writing and with a cast that really really gets along and respects each other and puts in puts in a lot of hard work it it seems to be the um you know, the right equation up yeah. until this point, thank God.
0: Yeah. Uh, now, for anybody who might be listening right now who hasn't had an opportunity to, to see Suits, tell us a little bit about the show and your character, Lewis.
1: Well, um, slightly different than the beginning of when <laughs> it first started. Um, um, well, I guess, basically, the show takes place at this high, one of the top high-class law firms in New York City and it basically um the world um is basically this like high end oasis up um you know on the 52nd floor i think uh in this high rise in new york where you know all of these deals are done and money is made and there is a uh number one attorney who ends up seeing walk-in interview for his associate who ends up not being uh, legal or someone who hasn't uh, gone to law school at all. all, Takes him on and pretty much starts solving cases um, until uh, the cows come home. And then there's my character who it started off as um, the number one lawyer's arch rival, but now has somehow become... I don't know, sort of like a uh, sort of like a contemporary, uh, a, uh, a wannabe friend, someone who has sort of um, <laughs> grown uh, to sort of learn about all of his faults and still can't get uh, out of his own way. And for whatever reason, still causes trouble, not directly at the, uh, the Harvey Specter, the, the, the top lawyer in New York City, but. Somehow causes problems for the firm and gets in people's way, and and you know all this different type of law havoc unfolds with with uh, the other three characters. That uh, it, it's just a very it's it's basically it's turned into a it's it's basically law is the backdrop, but now it's really about the six main characters yeah. and right. how they just develop with one another. And it really can be about anything at this point. I think it's because the the audience is now so invested in these six characters, that's what sort of has made the show uh, run to a different type of level.
0: Yeah, the character of Lewis is... He's definitely, I don't want to say complicated, because he's not exactly complicated, but I, I think some of the only words I can think of to describe him, and please don't take it the wrong way, because it's meant as a complete compliment, but he's kind of a lovable prick.
1: Well, let me, a lovable douche? Is, I was going to say douche. I, yeah. I was going to say prick, yeah. So it's
0: kind of, we're, we're thinking along the same lines.
1: <laughs> uh, I mean, he's
0: one of those characters that you're, you're completely against him one episode, but the next episode, you're completely on a side and you're rooting for him.
1: Yeah, it's it's really one of the most, um, it's just one of the most challenging and fulfilling characters to play as an actor, because there's just, the, the writers have created, you know, these multi-dimensions of this guy, and one week there's one thing, and another week there's another, and you just, you know, he's, um, he's a complicated guy, as is, you know, Harvey, or even all the characters, but for whatever reason... Um, you know, Lewis is somehow reared up as like this anti antihero, um, and people sort of just cringe at the fact that they like to see him do well. Which is, it's just yeah, it's, it's it's just a very it's a very bizarre feeling I can imagine for audience members because it definitely is for me when I read the script. Yeah,
2: and it's it's kind of funny because I went back and I watched um, the senior in, in cellular earlier this week, and. It's almost a similar character. Was there? Did you kind of go back to to that character? I know it was like a while before uh, suits, but did you go back to that at all when you were when you were cast for the role?
1: Well, first of all, that lawyer was very slick, and Lewis <laughs> is definitely not slick. Um, Lewis doesn't drive a Porsche. You know, Just, Lewis would be someone who's of drives a white a white Buick. Um, you know, he's not, he's not the one who dresses himself, you know, that, that, that lawyer, I mean, you know, as far as real character development for that <laughs> wasn't exactly, you know, that was, um, you know, that was just a real cocky, you know, he was more, if anything, more of a Harvey Specter, but just, uh, but just, uh,
2: he was a little more of a it, straight with, up with, dick. It,
1: with, with no polish. Yeah. yeah. And like, yeah. um. And Lewis is just this very nevishy kind of, he's just the anti-Harvey. He is, <laughs> you know, if, if a guy from Cellular and Lewis met up, I, I have a feeling uh, Lewis would be a lot smarter than, oh, that, yeah. than that dude. Yeah, that guy, <laughs> but,
2: that guy seemed more of a, uh, not, not everything going on upstairs. Lewis knows, you know, what he's doing. Um, and last, yeah. you know, towards the end of last season, your character Lewis had had a bit of a health scare. Is that going to play in at all in this upcoming season?
1: Um, as as far as I know, I think um, Lewis is on the healthy track. Okay, and uh, he is uh, bettering himself in uh, in a very in a physical way and attempting uh in a mental a mental capacity. We'll right. see how long that lasts.
2: <laughs> and and you said uh, you just finished production on which episode or filming uh, which episode
1: was it? We're just uh, starting the sixth episode of the sixth fourth episode. Season. Okay.
2: So you still got a little little yeah. production left to go. Um, and, and yes, I kinda we wanted do. to it was interesting because the first season, you know, it's always been a summer premiere show, but the first season was done it looks like in the fall. The second season got was finished finally in February and then the third season finished in April, which happened to actually be my birthday, April 10th. And, and I mean, oh, that's, only go, two right? months, that's only two months ago. I mean, it's crazy. Do you guys ever get a break with, you know, being so short in between seasons? You don't see that too often where the season ends and then two months later it starts up again.
1: Well, we've had the same break as we've always had. It's just that because of the Olympics this year, we were delayed to air those last six episodes. Oh, okay. They didn't want to air the episodes, and that's why they aired um, about a month and a half later than they normally would have.
2: Okay, so this Uh,
1: one... Our our hiatus has been the same. Okay, so this one will probably
2: end in February, like uh, Season 2 did?
1: Yeah, I think it will go back to the way it went um, when we're... we're, I think, you know, because of of USA being basic cable, I don't think they usually air those shows like up against the um, prime time. Sweeps like this year we did. That's we never really had that kind of traffic before. Okay. Um, Like going against like you know Grey's Anatomy or Scandal or something like that. It just doesn't usually work that way. I think um, we're usually in January, early February, right when the other major networks are bringing back their their shows on after repeats. So,
0: Um, I know we're. uh, Yeah, I know we're starting to run a little bit short on time uh, with you. Uh, but I know uh, one of the things I did want to mention to you before we finished up is I have to say that when it comes to television shows and things like that, your law firm uh, that you work with, that Lewis works for, has some of – I would love to work there as an intern for free just because you have some of the most attractive secretaries and lawyers and and, and such that work that, – I mean between Sarah Rafferty, Meghan Markle – it It's just I can't imagine getting anything done in that office,
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and somehow they do yeah. Um, yeah, well, once again, you know it's just you know it's 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 obviously with them being very beautiful and yet and their' acting is fantastic it's you know they're, the' the chari- i'd say some of the most charismatic women on television they're just um they're all dynamite, you know, and they um and I think. You know, I, I would say if there were just a bunch of beautiful actresses walking around, I, I don't think it'd be a successful show. It's it's just a testament to how talented this cast is, you know, and the hard work that they put in. It, it's, it's, it's really, it's what I think, it's why, you know, sure, there are guys out there that love how they look, but I just don't think a show lasts that long if it's just about that. It's, it's really, you know, the dynamic of each of each person, of each woman, and how powerful each one of them are in their own ways, and it's once again like that. That writing, and and it's just, um, it's like lightning in a bottle, man. You got some great actors, and you got some great writers, and and some beautiful women, and <laughs> it sounds yeah. to me like that's the that's the formula. Yeah. The whole well, package. I mean,
0: I, and and I completely agree with you too. I mean, because even putting looks aside, I mean, if you take Sarah Rafferty just for example as Donna, Donna's character is just. I mean, she's she's ballsy. She's sarcastic. I think she's she puts out other than Lewis. I think puts out some of the best lines in that show, uh, and, and well, she's a prime example that just yeah. how, of how fantastic the acting is from the women on that show.
1: Yeah, it's it's like you know it's it's you 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 have experiences where you know if this was given to other actresses, I don't think it would be as I just don't think it would be as successful. It's just being very lucky that. Each person fit in the right, you know, each, you know, in casting, the right piece of the puzzle was fit. And um, and everybody has their own unique ability. And, and you know, I mean, <laughs> it's, I know it's nauseating, but, like, it's just a very, very lucky, um, ex, you know, type of experience for all of us to be, yeah. you know, put together and have this successful show.
2: Well, the one thing that sticks out, at least personally to me about it, is that it's it's so cleverly written. You know, it's very, yep. it's, not, it's not just, you know, one-liners and stuff. It, it's actually depth, and it, it's just, it, it's still hilarious, especially, you know, your character and a couple of the others. But it's just, the the writing is so clever. It's awesome.
1: Well, that would be Aaron Korsh and the other eight writers that write with him. Um, we have not, we're spoiled, man. That's all I can say.
2: When you see them you know, tell them they get a real... Tell them next level radio said job well done.
1: <laughs> I will I will for sure. I will for sure. So
0: uh, well we're getting ready to wrap things up and how we usually like to wrap our interviews up is what we call our rapid fire questions. And basically how okay. that works basically how that works is adam's just going to shoot a couple questions at you the real quick real simple just answer with the first thing that comes to your head and we can we can go from there you don't have to go into too
1: much detail <laughs> <laughs> all right this should be really interesting go ahead
2: <laughs> this this one the first one's sort of an homage to to suits because obviously you know suits is legal term but it's also you guys are always wearing a suit so how many different ways can you tie a tie because i know personally i only know one way
1: I know only one way. Okay. okay. Only one way, and it's not the and it's not what you see on the show. That okay. Is so done I'm, for me. I was I, gonna I say. I admit it. I'm lame.
2: Because <laughs> the only way I know is over, over, through the loop and down. That's the only way I know. It looks hideous. That's,
1: That's exactly right. <laughs> the knot <laughs> right is right always off center. Right and if it was, yep. And if I uh, if I had to wear it that way on the show, you'd always see it slump over to the right or left. And droop down and probably have some stain on it. But uh. Awesome. Well, I'm glad I'm not the only one. No, <laughs> uh, you're not.
2: Second one is, what's your favorite guilty pleasure movie?
1: Guilty pleasure movies. Ah, seven. Oh, that's a that's, good movie. That's a great choice. Yeah.
2: We actually have the one soundbite on our show with uh, what's in the box.
1: <laughs> um, but never, anytime that thing's on, I just can't I, can't, I can never, never turn it off.
2: Oh, it's captivating. It really is. Um, yep. Last one for you, and then we'll let you go. If you could pick anyone to guest star on Suits with you, who would it be?
1: Oh, man. <laughs> oh, come on. Uh, first first thought, first thought. Well, I, okay, I'll give it this. If Norma was ever cast, right? Cloris Leachman. Okay.
0: Oh, that could be – that could work though. Uh, that, that would be very interesting. It
1: would interesting. be Cloris Leachman. Uh, that, that, I, I, see, because, like, as far as all actors are concerned, I mean, come on, there's so many. But, I, that, but we always talked about, like, you know, we never. I don't think Norma's ever – I don't know if you're ever going to see Norma, but I would. Just, I always picture Cloris Leachman as Norma.
0: <laughs> I could see that. Yeah, I could definitely see that working. That's not a bad choice. But
1: Cloris Leachman, but Cloris Leachman from the movie High Anxiety, guys, which is – I'm not sure. It's oh, I've seen
0: time,
1: it. I, I own it. So I, I that's how I see Norma.
2: <laughs> what year did High Anxiety come out? It's it's a Mel Brooks movie. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, I'll have to check it out because yeah, I love yeah, Mel yeah. Brooks, yeah, I'm yeah, only,
1: yeah, I'm only 27, so. Oh, if you saw her performance, it's genius. <laughs> yeah, even, uh, even 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 Young Frankenstein her performance. Any of the old Chorus Leachman movies. That's well, I know. Yeah, I know Young Frankenstein. So I'm with you there. <laughs> okay. So.
0: Well, we're definitely going to send people your way on Twitter. Uh, you can be found at at Rick Hoffman underscore, because apparently somebody stole at Rick Hoffman. Um, yeah. guy? <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> uh, no.
1: <laughs> first of all, it's, it's amazing that I'm even on Twitter and that, you know, and now it's become a pleasure actually, because I mean, it's just, it's just become ridiculous that people would actually write to this goofy looking Jewish guy. who's like, you know, putting out this awkward character and they seem to really, I mean, it's just such a nice, that's the great part about Twitter, you know, it's just reading all the wonderful things that the fans say. And well, I
2: think he has a yeah, beef with
1: you. it's just fantastic.
2: I think that guy has a beef with you. Who, the guy who has Rick Hoffman. His, his, oh, description, sure his description is bankruptcy attorney in South Jersey, not the actor from Suits. Seriously, why are so many people trying to tweet some secondary actor on a USA show? I think you need to – he's in Swedesboro, Jersey. I think you need to come out to Swedesboro and teach him a lesson.
1: No, that's actually that that guy, that gives me good. That's that's Lewis Lid right there, man. <laughs> that's,
2: that's actually that's true. That's the kind
1: of guy that we all, you know what I mean? That love he love show.
2: <laughs> yeah, he definitely watches the what show.
1: What an asshole! <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
0: definitely. <laughs> uh but they can follow suit they can follow suit the the show suits on twitter as well uh, at suits underscore usa and we definitely want to push everybody to watch the season four premiere tonight on usa nine o'clock eight o'clock central uh rick thanks so much for joining us tonight man this was a great pleasure
1: guys it was a privilege thank you i appreciate it